Eddy B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Hagiga has been dedicated in memory of Hacham Raful Muhaddeb Ben Garaz and Marie Muhaddeb Bat Jamile. Ruah Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Elion Amen. Dedicated by Dr. Isaac and Lily Mahadev, Hashem Ishmirim Vahayim, Amen. Daf Khaf. Today's Daf is being studied, the Alunishmat of Raham bin Esther, Ruach Hashem Tanihan Begin Aiden, Amen. Today's Daf is being studied, the Alunishmat, Manoah Shinifar Bikitsuri, Amin Vishanim, Ezra bin Tuni Mazal, Ruach Hashem Tanihan Begin Aiden, Mutinishmato, Tururab Surahayim, Amen. We begin today's Daf on Yud Tet Amud Bet. And we will start two lines from the bottom. Amar Rav Mori. Rav Mori said, Shema We can learn from our Mishnah, Holin, Shena'asu al-Taharat kodesh ke-Kodesh Damu. There were some people that were called Perushim. These people were uh, Mahmir on themselves. And even their regular food that they would eat in their homes, called Holin food, they would treat it on the level of Kodesh. Some people would treat it on the level of Terumah. These people would treat it Al-Taharata Kodesh, they call that. That means uh, whatever stringencies apply to Kodesh, which is Korbanot, they apply to their regular food. And whatever level of Tahara is demanded to eat Korbanot, they accepted that same standard for eating their regular food. Why do they do that? So that she gives us a logic. Look at the bottom Rashi. Adam Aragil Lechol Kadashim, Mikabel Alav Lechol Holyav Betaharata Kodesh, Kedeshi Yehu Benebeto Zirinu Bekin Betaharata Kodesh. So that she learns it's almost like a uh, training. This is a Kohen that he's accustomed to eat Kodesh anyway. So he wants to train his family to the degree of Kodesh. So therefore, everything in the house is eaten Altarata Kodesh. That's like a chinuch for his children, so they'll know when they start eating korbanot, they know the, the level. I guess they don't want to have a double standard in the house. Right? This we eat on this madriga, and this we eat on that madriga, so everything they eat on tarat kodesh. So the chadush is kekodesh damu. It has a status of kodesh. And we'll see exactly what the ramifications mean, it has the status of kodesh. We'll see now, mimai, where do you see that from the Mishnah? Medelo ketani behu ma'ala. You see in our Mishnah, our Mishnah gave different levels. For example, it said if a person eats his cholin betahara, not betahara takodesh, let's say he eats his cholin betahara, he's careful to eat it betahara. So we said his clothes uh, are going to be midras for a level above him. That's ochlet teruma. When ochlet teruma guy touches a guy that eats his cholin betahara, so the terumah guy touches him, touches the clothes, going to be him, and that's going to be tamir. But the Mishnah did not say that a guy that eats his cholin betahara, that's a regular tahara, not a high level tahara, that his clothes are going to be midras for somebody that eats cholin al-tahara takodesh. The Mishnah did not give us that level because the Mishnah already said the level of Kodesh. 
And therefore, when the Mishnah said the level of Kodesh, later on in the Mishnah it said that if a person eats Korbanot, his clothes are Midras for Khatat. From the fact that we didn't give a specific case in the Mishnah of we just gave a case of Kodesh, must be when we say Kodesh, Kodesh includes Kodesh, real Kodesh, Korbanot, and even Hulin that are eaten on the level of Kodesh. Otherwise, the Mishnah should have given that, should have been one of the, the levels, like a separate level. Ela no. Kodesh and Hulich Tarata Kodesh is the same level. So whatever applies to that applies to, to that. To that sheet. And the fact that the Mishnah did not give a special case of a guy that eats his cholin on regular tahara, his clothes are going to be midras to a guy that eats cholin on tahara kodesh. Why don't you make that level? They didn't say that. Shma'amina bichlal kodeshin. Vatanele kodesh. It's included already. The Mishnah says the case of Kodesh, and therefore, Kodesh means Kodesh, and Holy Shalai Satarat Kodesh. So, Kodesh Gemara, this food has the status of Kodesh. Maybe the reason why it doesn't give a specific case, the E Damu Le Truma, Hatani Truma, the E Damu Le Cholin, Hatani Le Cholin. Maybe I'll tell you that Cholin Chinasita Tarata Kodesh doesn't have a status of Kodesh. Maybe he has the status of Cholin. And Cholin is stated in the Mishnah. Which means the Mishnah says, Ha'ochel perushin, she'ochlin cholehen al tahara. That's guy eating Cholin, but he's careful to eat it betara, meaning a minimal tahara. Maybe that case includes even the guy that's eating Cholin al tahara kodesh, and is considering it as regular Cholin. Or maybe it's considered like Terumah level. Which is Cholin, she'na'asit al tahara kodesh, maybe it's like Terumah. And when the Mishnah says Terumah, Terumah means not only Terumah level, but Chodin Shalat the status of Terumah. Which means, maybe it is written in the Mishnah, but who told you it's the degree of Kodesh? Maybe it is a lower degree. Rashi, Dilma. O kechodin damu, delo mehane behu mai da'amar hai gabra. Which means maybe we still treat it like Chodin. Maybe when this guy says, I'm eating my Chodin Atarat Kodesh, maybe we pay no attention to him. Maybe his proclamation or his hurrah is invalid. The batla dato. You can't eat chaholin atarat kodesh. What kind of crazy thing is this? Normal people, you don't eat chaholin atarat kodesh. So maybe I'll say it's considered like chaholin. It has the status of chaholin. Or ketruma damu. Or maybe I'll say, oh, maybe we upgrade it a little or treat it like a level of ketruma. There's actually a machlok we're going to see in a minute that says that. It's a machlok. That's why the Mishnah did not give it a specific level. Which means you have no proof that Kodesh is considered Kodesh. We like it, maybe it's considered like regular Cholin. In the case of the level of Cholin is written in the Mishnah. Or maybe I'll tell you it's considered like Tiruma. And the level of Turma is written in the Mishnah. Now why would we consider it Cholin? When you, when you say you're considering it like Cholin, which means it's a low level, that means we pay no attention to what the guy is doing. Because really the guy is doing something that is Batla Dato Etzel Kul Adam. Because most people do not eat the Cholin Atarat. So therefore his proclamation and his Humrah is, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't begin. Or maybe I'll say, yeah, it begins, does something, but it treat, it, we treat that food on Turma level. And then don't tell me it doesn't say it explicitly. It says it explicitly. I mean, maybe when it says Turumah, Turumah means Turumah, and uh, guys eat Cholina, Tarat, the Kodesh. That's the status of Turumah. So the Gemara says, 
Detanya. So actually, we have a Befirush Brayta. Cholin should not sit on the Torah to Kodesh Harim Kicholin. The Bir Azam Rebid Sadok Komer Harizeh Kitruma. Okay, so we have a Befirush Machloket. How do you consider Cholin should not sit on the Torah to Kodesh? Is it like Cholin or is it like Kitruma? So you have no proof from our Mishnah that it's considered like Kodesh. So the Gemara says, "Ella Misefa." No, I bring you proof from the Sefa. Yosef ben Yo'ezel ayah hasid shebekeuna. So there was a rabbi called Yosef ben Yo'ezel. He was hasid shebekeuna. Meaning he would eat terumah. He would eat uh, terumah. He was a uh, hasid, so therefore he was, his level was terumah. Vaitam mitpachto midras lakodesh. So therefore his mitpachat, uh, it's his sudar, his uh, headgear that he used to wear, his head covering, used to be midras to people that were machmir on kodesh, because kodesh is higher than terumah. Yohanan bin Gudgoda, haya ochel al taharat kodesh kol yamav. Oh. We have a rabbi called Yohanan bin Gulgoda. He would eat his chodin al-tarat kodesh His whole life. That was his madrigah. Everything he ate, he ate al-tarat kodesh Vaitam mitpahto midras lehatat. And his mitpahat, when his mitpahat, uh, either it's his handkerchief or it's his mitpahat, uh, is also a, a she's like a kova. Oh, no, sorry. Mitpahat is a napkin. A handkerchief, yeah, with bahat, cloth napkin. Haytam midras lehatat. What do you see over here? That must have a status of kodesh, because if it was midras for hatat, that means but for kodesh people itself, it was considered equal. Lehatat in lekodesh lo alma kasabar chodin chinasu atarat kodesh ki kodesh damu proof positive, which means this guy's eating regular food stuff. He was a Hasid. That's how was his Madriga. So he said, What? His clothes were Midras to the Hatat people. That's the guy's Paraduma. Now, for Kodesh people, but mean Mamash Kuanin that ate Kurbanot wasn't Midras. So what do you see? Because he, what he's doing is like Kodesh itself. If you would consider his eating less than Kodesh, so then his clothes should be Midras even for Kodesh people. Because Hodin Shtat Kodesh is not Kodesh. From the fact that Mishnah says his mitpahat was midras for hatat, la hatat in. The Kodesh law, which teaches me what? Hodin Shrasit Sadat Kodesh, ke Kodesh Damu. That's the Gemara's final proof from our Mishnah. Nafkamina, that if this guy who's Mahmir and Hodin Shrasit Sadat Kodesh, if somebody who's a Kohen that is really eating Korbanot, that's Kodesh, Touches this rabbi's clothes, nothing. We're equal. We're on the same madriga. And if somebody that's dealing with paraduma hatat touches this guy's clothes, he'll be tamed just like we would touch a kohen's clothes that's actually eating kodesh. So you see, we're treating it as because we don't say batlada to esukol adam. We don't upgrade it minimally to tiruma level. It is what it is. It is according to his homra. Uh, no. No, his pirushim of here is it's Mahmidim. Now, Gemara continues. Amar of Yunatan bin El Hazar. Okay, now we gotta get the couple of these cases over here. Case number one is of Yunatan bin El Hazar. Nafla ma'afarto hemenu. Guys, that ma'afarto is the hat or shawl. But she says sudar. Okay, sudar either can be a shawl that he wears around his shoulders or over his head and it drapes down his shoulders. So a guy has a mafarto, he has a sudar. It fell. 
Amana haverotin ali. Tells his friend, do me a favor, pick up my uh, sudar and give it to me. Venatnalo, give it to him. Tame'ah. The sudar is tame'ah. Why? So that she goes out of his way to tell me, even if the guy is tahor. Yeah, the guy who picked it up is tahor. So we have to understand the logic. Everybody in this story is tahor. So why if I tell my friend, do me a favor, could you give me my uh, sudar? Why all of a sudden I treat the sudar bitumah? So the Gemara is going to give a logic later that she tells us now already what the Gemara is going to say. The Gemara is going to tell us because we have a rule. Once an item isn't my item, is in somebody else's possession, already I take my mind off it. Hazakah in Adam Shomer Mashabiyat Khabero. My mind is off it. My mind is off it. Why? But so what? The guy who's picking it up, he's watching it for me. No. The guy that's picking it up says to himself, well, obviously this guy, he don't care about Tahara, because he just told me to pick it up. He didn't even ask me if I'm Tahara or not. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm not paying attention with this item. I'm not going to treat it. I'm not going to protect it so much. My, my mind's off it also. So therefore, it comes out, there was a moment of lapse. There was a lapse over here of concentration that this item had. Not on the owner's side, and not concentration on the one that picked it up. And this is a rabbinical uh, enactment over here. That when a person's treating himself betahara, like this person's guy over here, right? He's treating himself, all his clothes have to be betahara and all that. If there's a if there's a lapse of concentration for even a moment, it becomes tumah. Let's give what I'm going to say this later. Case number two. Amar of Yonatan ben Amram. Guy got up during the week, and instead of putting on his weekday clothes, he put on his Shabbat clothes. Put on a Shabbat suit. Okay. Now we're talking about a guy that was mahmir b'tahara. Everything he does has to be he's careful. Everything is b'tahara. Vilabshan. So he put on a Shabbat suit during the week. Netmeu. The Shabbat suit becomes tameh. Again, the Gemara is going to explain that, or at this point, I should say, we're thinking that not only do you have to protect the item from tumah. But you have to know the right item. If you're thinking that this is a weekday suit, and it ends up to be a Shabbat suit, so you were watching an item, but it was the different item that you thought it was. So therefore, Tameh. Humrah now. Not only do you have to watch the item, but you have to watch the item that it is. That's also a Sehadat. If I'm sitting uh, watching my uh, suit, so I'm saying this is my Tuesday suit. Turns out, uh, my Shabbat suit. So for a moment, even though I was, I was mahmir on everything, whatever you have to be mahmir on, I was mahmir on, to, 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 to watch it from Tumah. But for pretense, you're watching A in your mind, and it's really B. At this point, the Gemara is saying that's already enough in Sihadat for Tameh. Case number three. Amar ibn Hazar bar Sadduk. Ma'asib ishtay nashim haverot shed halifu lahim kelehin bibeta minhats. Two ladies, they went to the bibeta minhats, to the... Bathhouse, and their clothes got mixed up. Each lady put on their friend's clothes. So the case came in front of Yaqiba, and what he said, So again, seemingly it's the same case as the last case, because each person's watching something, you know, they're both are Mahmir and Tahara, but each one's watching, thinking it's their clothes, and it's not their clothes. Somebody else's false pretense over here. So therefore, no good. 
So that's basically the three cases. Let's review the three cases so we get them clear again. And the Gemara is going to analyze uh, these three cases. Case number one, the guy's ma'afon, it fell in the street. He told his friend of me if ever pick it up. Tame. The second case was, we have the guy mixed up his uh, Shabbat suit, he wore it on the weekday. We said it's Tamer. Third case, the ladies mixed up their clothes in the bathhouse, and everybody's Bahmin and Taharavir. Still, the Gemara says, went to the Biakiva, the Biakiva told them, both of the clothes are Tamer. Matkif la Rabbi Yoshaya. Rabbi Yoshaya comes along and says, how far you want to go with this, uh, with this law? El Ame'ata, according to this here. Hoshit yadol lesal. Guy put his hand in the basket, bread basket. Litol patchitin. He wants to take uh, wheat bread. I guess you have in the basket wheat bread and barley bread. Ve'alta biyadol patsiorim. Instead, his hand pulled out barley bread. Hakin amid in the You can also say it's tamid. I mean, same logic. Bottom line, the guy is thinking it's wheat bread. And in his hand he has Bali, but everything is ta'od, he's ta'od, but bottom line, false pretense, I mean, it's, not, it's not the item that uh, you wanted. You can tell me, you're also going to tell me that all of a sudden that bread that he picks up on his hands is going to be ta'od. Maybe will tell me, yeah, and that's the list, follow suit. Well, here's the question now. Question number one, we have a brighter. Ham shamir ta'habit b'hazkat shel yayin, v'nimset shel shemen ta'ora. Oh. Guy's watching a barrel. He's watching a barrel. And he thinks it's wine in the barrel. He doesn't know what's in the barrel. He thinks he's watching wine. And he's not me, he's watching it from all to and stuff like that. What ends up happening? He ends up finding out it's oil. Also, according to what we know according to these rules that we still said till now, it should be tameh. It should be no different than the Shabbat suitcase. What's the thing? Tameh. Mm-hmm. It's Tahor from becoming Tameh. Oh, so what do you say over here? Oh. Uh, question. Mm-hmm. Now we have contradictions. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, oh, hold it. Mm-hmm. According to you, according to your reasoning, mm-hmm. which is the rabbis come along here now, and they uh, defend their position, and they come along and say, what do you mean? In the case of the wine, that turned out to be oil, the Braita does clearly say he can't eat it. Asural le'echol. So asural le'echol, he says, Amai. So obviously, something's going on in this Braita. It's a funny Braita. He goes, on one end you're telling me, it's Taur, but you can't eat it. So we got to understand this. So now let's forget anything. Let's, let's just learn this Braita independently, because the Braita itself is contradictory. How could something be Taur, but not edible? If it's Tahor, eat it. So the, the right itself is sauteed itself. Right? So the Gemara says, no, I'm not going to be, yeah, I'll tell you the case. The Omer, Shemartiya midaba ha-metamea, velo midabar aposla. He's like this. Let's say, let's say this uh, oil over here, or this wine over here, it's a teruma. Okay, it's teruma level. What's the highest three a teruma level could get to? A three, a shilishi. Okay. Once it gets to a shilishi, it's basul. It cannot go further. Now, if it would become a sheni, it's not called basul. It's called tameh. Because it can become a sheni and it can go one more level, level to become a shilishi. To always know that whenever we use the word basul, it means <coughs> ends where it is. Whenever we use the word tameh, we mean it becomes tameh and can go one step, and go further. And go uh, not one step, but can go further. Okay. So you know what the case over here is. 
the guy had a, um, we'll call it a partial shemira. The guy said, like, I'm watching this item over here from items that can make it tameh, but not from items that can make it pasul. Meaning like this, I'm watching it from items that are shini. Meaning, I'm watching it that it won't become a shini. Meaning that a rishon won't come in contact with it, or something above that. Because if it becomes a shini, then this can become a shini. So he's mahmin on militame, but not miliposla. Which means, he's not watching it if it will come in contact with a shini. Because if it comes in contact with a shini, it'll become a shini. So the guy has a, like I said, a partial Shemira, also therefore we understand the Brighton now. The Brighton is saying two things. Number one, it's Tahor Militameh. Mm. It is Tahor Militameh, because at maximum it's going to be a Shilishi, it cannot go further. But what? Asura Lechol. You can't eat it, because bottom line it is Pasul, uh, it is a Shilishi. Mm. So at least now we figured out the Brighton's two contradictory uh, rulings. Tehorah Militameh means what? Yes, it is Torah. It's Torah in the sense it cannot make something else. Tameh. Because if it's a Shilishi, it is Torah like others. Right? But itself, I cannot eat. Why? Because it itself is a Shilishi. And I was only Mahmir like that it won't have the ability to go further. So I was careful from, let's say, it shouldn't come and cut an Avatumah. But I wasn't careful that I shouldn't come and cut with a shini, because shini will be poselet. But poselet is not metamet. So that's the way the Virmiya answered up the contradiction. Good. Now, now let's we're digressing now for a minute. Now let's digress. The Gemara says, "Oh, that's a nice answer." But you're telling me now a new hadush that a person can have partial shemira. I mean, before this, I would say, either you're shomering the item or you're not shomering the item. Now you tell me, well, I'm watching it from Avatumaz, but I'm not watching it from Jenny's. Could you do that? So the Gemara asks, Umi ika palga? Is it possible to have a partial shemira? Gemara says, e. Yeah, why not? Yes. So what are you talking about? That, and yeah, we have a case, Braita, Hoshit Yado Besal. Guy stuck his hand in a basket. And the basket is on his uh, shoulders. He has, uh, let's say, figs in the basket. Magrefa is like the scooper. Or the shovel that he uses to scoop out the figs. Sometimes the figs are connected to each other. So the scooper uses it to, uh, you know, break them apart and scoop them out. The guy is thinking to himself, as an Ammahmir on the basket and on the figs that they remain tahor. But he's not thinking on the Magrefa. Jeez, his mind was partial, partial items. I'm, I'm careful that the Magrefa, that the basket with its figs does not become Tameh, but uh, he doesn't pay attention to the Magrefa. Hasal, tahor. The basket and the figs remain tahor. The Magrefa, Tameh. But the Magrefa, since he was not careful watching it, his mind was not on it, it's going to become Tameh. So the Gemara says, Hasal Tahor? How could you tell me the figure is going to be Tahor? And the basket is going to be Tahor? Titma Magrefa Lesal. Well, not the Magrefa is Tameh, let the Magrefa transfer Tumah to the basket. Gemara says, well, we have a rule. En Kli Metameh Kli. Tumah Vekeli, let's say the Sal becomes a Rishon. 
a kedim can become a rishon letumah. A rishon cannot transfer to make other kedim a sheni. Kedim only affect food stuff. Okay, so therefore the gemara says, "Oh, what are you talking about? How can the sabi tahor? Let the magnifa this little uh, shovel that's in there. Let it be tamei the best. I can't. Good. Vidit tamei mashi besal." Okay, so forget about the uh, the basket. Let it be tamer now. The things, mm. right? It's touching the things. It's, it's, it's in there. So the Gemara says, "I'm Ravina." So Ravina says, "You know what the case is talking about?" Beomer shemartiv medavar shemetameo velo medavar aposlo. So he said, "I'll tell you the case." The guy's watching the magrefa. However, which is, let's say he's treating this magrefa uh, on a partial level. that I don't want Tum'ah, let's say, to be able to transfer from the magrefa to the figs. Let's say the figs were terumah. Uh, uh, okay? So he's ma'mir, let's say, that. This magrifa, the highest we'll get to is a shilishi. And therefore it cannot affect the figs that are in this uh, basket. Because the shilishi cannot make it a bi'i by to do my figs. Yeah. But I'm not watching it to become pasu itself. And therefore the magrifa itself can have tuma on it. So therefore you see what from this braita, you do see a guy can have partial levels of uh, shemira. Let's read that she. Apostlada. She says, what do you mean he's careful with the vara posla? So that she gives two interpretations. I, I gave you one interpretation. Look, look how that she learns. He's careful with the vara posla. So that she says, Milishtamesh ba tarot Oh, that's what it meant. Which means, even the guy's watching the Magrefa, but it means he's doing it that he's not going to use this uh, utensil with tarot lechetahila. That's what it means. He's, 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 he's forbidding himself usage. He's, he's careful on it to the extent I'm not going to use this magnifa for using it. But what really it is ta'or. It's not going to transfer any tumah. But he's mahmir on himself partial that what? I'm shumaining it for this. That what? And I'm not going to use it. Like a ta'ilah. That, that means a posla. Posla that I won't use the item, but it, won't be, it doesn't have the ability to transfer. Meaning, the humrah that he's taken upon himself, the guy is partial. Listen, that it's going to be the figs. No, I'm not watching it for that. That's what he's watching it for. Meaning, I'm going to be mahmira myself that I will not use this magrefa for tarot. Let's say you have a fig that's attached to this magrefa. It's possible. Let's say it's in the basket, right? Or on his, on his back. So on this magrefa, there's a fig attached to it. So anything that's going to be attached to the magrefa is going to become pasul. So the nafkamina will be like this. The posla, the posla what? The posil, anything that's attached to the magrifa. Let's say the magrifa has a fig attached to it. Oh, so that fig now is considered part of the magrifa. So anything attached to the magrifa is considered pasul. However, this magrifa itself, if it touches the figs themselves, that already he was makpeed on. Which means he has a shimira that's partial. Le posla velo. So again, the posla we're giving two explanations in that she. The posla is either in his mind, meaning I'm not going to use this magnifa, the chetayla for taharot, 
or the poslam means that it or any that's attached to it will receive, can receive tum'ah. Lafka mean if a figure is attached to it, it'll be pasul. But he is careful that it should not receive a tum'ah that can transfer to anything that's beyond it. Beautiful. So, Ba'alam, we proved that you can have a shemirah partial. We call makom kasha. Now we go back. Put that all in parentheses, that last piece of Gemara. It's all a side digression. Now we're going to go back to the, the issue at hand. We call makom kasha. Now we have a kasha. What's the, the barrel case? Go back to the barrel case of the oil and the wine. The guy thought he's watching wine. Right? Turns out it comes out to be oil. Good? Now based on the understanding that we had, we, we thought it should be out, tameh, false pretense. Those are the cases we said. You would think it's one item, it's a different item. But that wasn't the ruling. The ruling was that, well, he was watching it, let's say, for a certain level, that it shouldn't be able to metameh, like we said, that was a partial case we said. But for what he watched it for, it's good. Which is, even though we said itself is going to be unedible, because he didn't watch it for the level of pasul, so let's say it itself became a shirishi. Correct? But, it will be protected, and we'll not be able to go make a reveal, or let's say it itself can become a shirishi, but we're not going to say that it has the ability to make something else a so for whatever he wanted to protect it for, it worked. Look how now why? Why should what he wanted to protect it from be effective if bottom line it was a false pretense? And therefore, based on like the Shabbat clothes case, did we say the guy thinks he's watching a weekday clothes? Shabbat clothes, no good. And the lady is wearing uh, her clothes. She, t- she didn't know. All of a sudden, she finds her friend's clothes. False pretense case. Pasul. So this case also. You think you're watching A? Philly B. It should be Pasul. It should be Tameh. It should be nothing. How could the Gemara say? That? No. It will be uh, Shemira enough for what he wanted it to be Shemira for. I mean, the, the guy's Shemira was also limited, by the way, in this case. It wasn't, the guy didn't want it to be totally Shomer. He wasn't, he wasn't being Shomer for everything. He was only being Shomer at what? That it shouldn't be able to be Metameh. And for that, it will work. why? Now the Gibra asks another question. The old motif Rababar Abu. Rababar Abu asks another question. Ma'asir Bishahat, the story. Shabbat of Nabi Ishmael. Shabbat of Nabi Ishmael. Amra Lord of B. Said Rabbi. See this garment? I was careful that when I wove it, I was tehorah. But I wasn't consciously thinking about it. But I happened, it turned out I was tehorah. So she wanted to know what's the status. I'm telling you a fact, I was tehorah. But I didn't have a conscious uh, thought that I know I'm watching it betara. So the Mishra made an investigation. I guess he started to ask all different questions. What about this? And what about that? And so on and so forth. So in the investigations, he got some information. Amra lo, she says to him, Rabbi, nida mashka imi bahibir. Oh. Comes along and says that when she's weaving, they have the loom, they're pulling the string from the loom. So there was an Ida lady that was next to me. And uh, as we were uh, working, she pulled the rope, and it moved the loom a little. And therefore, uh, I don't know if that does anything. So, oh, 
אמר בישמעאל, כמה גדולים דברי הרחמים. Look at this, the rabbis, what they said is unbelievable. It's great. שהיו אומרים, בליבו לשומרות טהור, אין בליבו לשומרות טמא. The rabbi said, it's not enough just to be טהור. You have to consciously think about it. You see, this lady, she wasn't thinking about it. And sure enough, when we investigate and start to analyze what's going on, oh yeah, there was an idol for that. You see, when you're not Shomer, and... Now, right there, there's a question. Because basically, what do you see the issue over here of the Hakim? What do they want? So what do I care what the item is? Which means, go back to the case of the... Uh, the, the case that we said uh, above. The wine, the oil. What you see from over here, you see that all we should be concerned about is bottom line. Were you watching the item? Did you have kavana? So the kavana shouldn't make a difference. So therefore, what do I care? Shabbat suit, uh, weekday suit. Bottom line, Billy Bolishamro? Yeah. What do I care? The guy told the, the, the guy, pick up my hat. He picked it up. Bottom line, are they being shomerit? Let's assume yeah. Are they being shomerit? What do I care? So this is the second question. This Kabbalah's question is, bottom line, all to make a difference is, was the guy shomerit or not being shomerit it? Another question, which is a similar question. Another story came from Rabbi Ishmael. I'm not allowed to be. She wrote like a, uh, a cloth in front of the rabbi. She said, Rabbi, I wove this cloth, Betara. Oh, but again, I wasn't uh, having Kavarat to be shomerit, but I'm telling you, I was Teorah. So again interrogated her and asked different questions. Amra Lord B, she said, Rabbi, Niman Nifsekali. There was a Nima, a one of the strings, uh, the thread snapped. The Kesharthiha Mapeh. So I you know, sometimes the ladies they put the uh, string temporarily in their mouth, you know, to hold it. Mm-hmm. When I was tying it, I went into my mouth. Amar Bishmael. I'm blazing. The rabbis know what they're talking about. Now what's the case over here? This lady over here was a nida. Oh, so you say she's a nida, the game's over. What's the question? No. A beggar does not become tamer until it's a certain size. It has to be at least shalosh etzpaot al shalosh etzpaot. So I don't care if any dad touched some strings. Strings do not make a bill. Tuma. The Torah says beged. A string is not a beged. Okay, beautiful. Now, we know that the rock, the spit, the saliva of any da is metameh. Okay? That's like an avatumah. So what's the case over here? The case over here is, she has a string, it's not a beged yet. Nothing. She put it in her mouth. Nothing. So what? The problem is, the concern is, if when by the time it became a beged, if it was still moist, so now already it comes out that the rock of a nida is on the beged, and therefore it's going to be tamer. So when the bishop started interrogating, he said, well, I put the, my, uh, you know, the thing in the mouth, the string in the mouth, Oh, I get a heavy grape when they said it. They said if you're not paying attention, it's going to be tamekos. Look at this. Now let's read that in Nashi. Nifsekali. It's the bottom Nashi. 
before I wove it at all, before it became received she put it in her mouth. She didn't go to Could be the uh, saliva is still moist, right? Okay? Good, that's the way that she understands that. He brings a shita from his rabbis that he rejects. He says, Rashi's rabbis want to learn that she wasn't an ida, she was amaris. And we have a rule. The rock of an amaris, as long as it's still moist, it's metameh. Okay, so she says she was an ida, his rabbis say she was amaris. But bottom line, it's the same thing, that she rejects it. And she says you can't say she's amaris. Exactly. When an amaris goes on asking questions to the rabbi, Amaz doesn't care about Tumah Vitara. This lady is a uh, Sadiq. She's going to the Hakamim. Rabbi, what's the law? So therefore, she rejects it. We cannot be talking about the rock of Amaz. We're talking about the rock of A. Nida. Good? But what do you see from this uh, over here? You see over here that really a person, so long as he has Kavana, it's okay. And then, what do I care if it was watching one item and it turned out to be. A different item. Who cares? Bottom line, the point is just so much. So our really question is from two places. From these two stories with Abi Ishmael. That you see the main factor that Nakim are concerned about is Billy Bola Shamro. I don't care what the item is. I don't care if you don't know what the item is. I just care that you're Billy Bola Shamro. And second question is you see clearly from the case of the wine and the oil case that even though the guy thought it was wine, it was really oil, it is Tahor. To the extent that he wanted it to be told, that he was careful. So we have to answer now the... We have to answer actually three cases. We have to answer the case where he told his friend, pick up my hat. Because the now we're assuming, everybody was being Shomer over there. Well, uh, somebody was being Shomer. The guy who picked it up was being Shomer. So therefore, if the guy's being Shomer, uh, why, why should we... Help? We answered that already. But I'm just giving you the, the question. The Shabbat case, what do I care if he thinks he's wearing uh, weekday clothes and Shabbat clothes? What do I care if she's wearing somebody else's garment? Bottom line, what she's wearing, she's Shomer. So the Gemara says something. Second wide line. Bishlam al-Rabil Azar bar I understand Rabbi Azar bar Tzadok, the case of the ladies that mixed up their clothes in the bathhouse. I can answer that question. Kol echad vechad omeret haverti eshet amaris. They're not Shomer. She puts on somebody else's clothes. Also she realizes, she wears somebody else's clothes. She says, oh, I put on this lady's clothes. Her husband's an artist. And therefore, they're not Makpina and any of this stuff over here. So I'm not, they're not Makpina. So she, she takes her mind off of it. So therefore, the pshat is, she's not Shomer for her friend. Because, if she was wearing her friend's clothes, and she was really watching it to watch it, it would be Shemira. I don't care if it's somebody else's clothes, but the case over here is, when she puts on somebody else's clothes, she's going to right away say, oh, there's this lady over here, we know her husband's Amaris, so therefore, the thing is not told in the first place anyway, and therefore, she takes away the Shemira. Good. That's why the case is no good. That's the case of the Shabbat clothes. Uh-huh. 
his Shabbat clothes, he watches it on a high madrega. No Shabbat clothes. His weekday clothes, he watches it on a different madrega. So therefore, very simple. Bottom line, when he wore the clothes, he thought they were weekday clothes. So he's watching it on level one. But normally these clothes, he watches it on level two. So that's why he say hadat. So it's like considered that he was shomer them. Because there were different degrees that he shomer the garments. So again, the rule applies. If you're shomer, let's say the guy, hypothetically, he put on weekday clothes. <clears throat> no, he put on Shabbat clothes, thinking that they're weekday uh, uh, clothes. And for some reason he was shomering it on level two. It would be good. No problem, I don't care full speed. If he was watching it on the Madriga, this case happens to he's not watching it on the Madriga, because it's different levels. Third case. Problem is the case over here of Rabbi Yonatan ben Elazar, which is the first case. He tells his friends, pick up my, uh, pick up my, uh, pick up my uh, scarf. Everybody's stoned in this case. So we're worried about Shemira. No problem. Let the guy be Shomer when his friend's holding it. Which means I could watch the item if I'm in front of you and I'm telling you, let me say, pick up my item. So we're talking, oh, he picked it up, Tameh. Why? No, no Shemira or. Why is it Bottom line, when you pick it up, I'm looking at it, I'm watching it, so why can't I be Shomer Biyad? Havero. Gabbai gives us a rule. Hazaka, Amar Yohanan, Hazaka, in Adam Shemir Mash Biyad Havero. You know what? Once you go to somebody else's end, my mind's off it. You're, 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 you're watching it now. Oh, good. So continue asking. So that guy's watching it. So we explain to him, no, he's not watching it for you. Because once you're ready, you told him to pick it up. He thinks to himself, well, this guy asked me without even analyzing the whole time, it must be he don't care. Therefore, he takes his mind off it. So therefore, basically what we answer, the maskana of this whole piece is, the main thing when it comes to Tumav if you're a Mahmir guy, let's say, Bilibole Shomro, it's good. En Bilibole Shomro, it's no good. You don't have to know what the item is, even if you thought it was one thing, it was another thing. That's not the issue over here. Why all these cases, all these cases, the common denominator, why it's no good? Because it was not Bilibole Shomro. In the case of the guy where he picked up his uh, friend's clothes, he takes his mind off it. Because So there's no Shemir over here. In the case of the Shabbat clothes, he wasn't Shomer. Because normally Shabbat was Shemir on level 2, now he's thinking it's level 1, so the Shemira was lost. No good. The case of the Mikveh, where the ladies uh, mixed up their clothes in the bed, Betamir Haas, there's no Shemira. Why? She, she's watching it. No. Because she thinks now that her friend's husband is Amaris, that she takes her mind off what she's wearing, and therefore there's no Shemira. So that's the basic principle that runs through the Gemara. Bilibole Shomro. Eh? Shomro. No. Now the Gemara goes on as another side point. You told me. Principle and Adam is Shemir must be at Havero. The law that Tanya have a brighter. Adesha you Hamarabu Pualab to Anim Tarot. Okay, guy has his donkeys, by his drivers, Pualab's workers. They're carrying Tarot. Let's say they have, as she says, wine in earthenware barrels. So really, earthenware barrels are very, very good protection because earthenware barrels cannot become tamir from the outside. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if they touch them, these guys. The only concern you have to be is they might have stuck something in the airspace 
of the barrel. Once you stick something in the airspace of the barrel, that already has the ability to metame the inside. So that's the case. I have taharot, let's say tiruma. Yain, putting my barrels, and I'm telling the workers to me if I ever transport these items uh, you know, to a destination. Even though the owner, let's say he's a meal's distance away from his workers, which he's, he's trailing them, he's following them, but let's say they're a meal ahead of him. Let's say a mile ahead of him, okay? They remain tahor. We don't assume uh, anything happened. As she says, why? Why don't I Maybe they did something. They touched it. Because he didn't say he's going far away. He's just trailing them a meal. Now they think in their mind the guy could uh, surface any second, so they're scared to play around. What do you see over here? So you see over here, it's not in his hands. Somebody else has it, but bottom line they remain tahor. Mm. Bottom line, these guys are not being shemit, these are the people. They're not shemit anything, they're, 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 they're tameh. So who's doing the shemit over here? The owner. So there was possibly to be shemit, it's relying on my kavanah, even though it's in somebody else's possession. Now, mm. Now if he tells, listen, you guys go, I'll catch up. Once already, they turn around, they don't see him. Then already, So you see one case, one case, says, which means, why in the rest are you telling me, and why in the sefer you tell me to I can understand the sefer. You know why? Because I'll tell you bottom line, once it's biyad havero, there's no shemirah. So then the Resha should be the same way. Why the Resha? You tell me when it's in his friend's hands, it's Tahor. So give us Amar of Yitzhak Tafha. Resha, you know what the case is of the Resha? is the case where it's Tahor. B'metahir hamaravu pu'alav lekach. Listen to the story. The guy, before he told his transporters to go take the goods, he took his workers to the Mikveh. He dipped them in the Mikveh. And therefore the Tahor, and therefore really... You know what the explanation is over here? They're being shomer. Which means, it's not a break of the rule. We thought till now, how's it working? They're tamer. The owner's tahor. So as long as the owner's trailing them, his kabana is working to keep the item tahor. Nah! These guys are tahor. How's Amar is tahor? The owner went before the whole transportation story, dipped them in a mikveh, told them, now you are tahor. You are my shomer. Take the uh, barrels. I just like barrels, so there's no problem. They're tahor. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, Do the same thing in the So the second case also. Bottom line, if he took him to the mikveh. So what do I care if he tells him, oh, listen, I'll catch up. Bottom line, uh, if they're tahor, they're being the shomer. So the Gemara says, Now we're not worried about them touching it. But the Amas is not careful for letting his friends touch things. So I'm worried that what? On the way down to the, to the warehouse, these Amas guys, I'm not worried about them touching, they went to the McVeigh already. But I'm worried what? They're going to tell their friends, hey uh, fellas, uh, come uh, check out this barrel of wine. So they, I'm worried about their friends. So they're going to say, yeah, here, shana That's what I said. They say also, if you should worry about their friends. Which means if I'm not worried about them because they went to the McVeigh, I should be worried about the Amas letting his friends touch the goods. It should be Tameh. The Gibran says, no, be ba'la him, derich akalton. 
Because they're, they're always scared. Because the first case, the guy is within... He didn't say, I'll catch up to you. The guy's right behind them. So even though when they turn around, they don't see him, they're worried that he might just come out of a... A blind spot, like a corner, and serve it. So they're careful not to let anybody touch it. They themselves... I don't care if they touch it. They went to the McVeigh already. That I'm worried that they might allow their friends to touch it? Not going to happen in the beginning case. Because since the guy didn't tell them, I'll catch up to you, they know he's trailing, even though they don't see him, but they think he's just going to come out of a side street, in a cancanton. So they, they, they're very careful. Also, after Sefaname, also. Even though he's trailing behind them, why don't they be scared and say, well, maybe the guy's just going to show up? Because Nesefa, he told you know what, guys? You go, and I'll meet you. I'll follow. So already, already, they rely that what? The guy's not coming so fast. So therefore, really, I'll give you a clout. En Adam Shomer That's a fact. Which means, even though I'm Tahor, and my Haver is Tahor, if let's say, the, back to the case that we saw the Gemara on the Amudishon, I tell you, do me if I pick up my item. Once I tell you to pick up the item, already my mind is off it, and therefore there's no Shemirah. Well, why don't I say, I'm Shemirah? You don't miss Shemirah, that's a fact. You don't miss Shemirah what's in the friend's hands. I, but in this case, we see, when the guy sent his workers, right? We said that the Tahorot remain Tahor. Now, that case is talking about where he took them to the Mikveh, and technically he made them Shomrim. So once he makes them shomerim, so it's not that he's being shomerit, they're being shomerit. Oh, but what do you mean? They're shomerit themselves, but Amahar is, 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 what about it? He's not careful, he's letting his friends touch it. Now, in the first case, we're not worried about letting his friends touch it. They're not going to do that, you know why? Because the guy, the Amahar always thinks that the guy's going to show up right behind them. Oh, so the Sefer also he might show up. No, they don't think he's going to show up right behind them, you know why? Because he told them, you go, and I'll meet you. So in their mind, they say, hey, he's, he's far away. So therefore, the concern is not the guys themselves, it's the fact that he's going to let his friends touch the barrel. So, in Adam, Shomer Mashmet Havero, Hadran Ha'alach, and Dorshi. Okay, now we move to the last Perik, Perik Shilishi. Okay, basically what this Mishnah is going to tell us over here is, there's two levels, so there's Kodesh and there's Terumah. What's the higher level? Kodesh. Yeah. So the Gibraltar is going to give us certain stringencies that apply to Kodesh, that's like Korbanot level, that don't apply to Terumah. Now when we say Kodesh and Terumah, we mean people that eat Kodesh. So people that eat Kodesh, all their vessels, all their household utensils and everything, is on level of Kodesh. Terumah people, their stuff is on level of Kedushav Terumah. So there's certain stringencies that apply to Kodesh that don't apply to Terumah. Now let's go read them. Eleven stringencies. Homer by Kodesh by Terumah. Number one. Shemet pilim kelim betok kelim le Terumah. Avalo le Kodesh. Case number one. Av kelim. Betameh, let's say. I want to purify them for Terumah level. I can take one keli and put it in another keli. Put one keli, a smaller keli into the big keli. And dip them both simultaneously. For Kodesh, you can't put a keli in a keli. You have to dip each one separately. That's the first formula. Yeah, the Gibraltar is going to go through each one. I'm just going to read them to get the basic understanding. Ahoraim. Ahoraim is the back of the keli. Vetoch, that's the inside of the keli. 
That's the handle of the keli. She's like, I say you have a keli. And each part of the keli is functional on its own. We'll call it a multifunctional keli. Well, the inside of the keli is obviously functional. The handle also, let's say it's a type of flat handle where you can put stuff on it, so it's also functional. And let's say the base is a wide base, so it's also functional. So now you have, or it's like a in, indented, so you can put things in it. If you turn the keli upside down, you can put things in it. So therefore you have ahorayim, right? the bottom of the keli, toch, the inside of the keli, for terumah, we consider each, let's say this keli is being used to store terumah, we'll consider each part of the keli a separate entity. Therefore, netmazu, lo netmazu. And let's say the bet that became tameh, it doesn't affect the other parts of the keli. If the ahonayim became tameh, it doesn't affect the other parts of the keli. But for Kodesh, it's all one keli. If even one part became tameh, the whole keli becomes tameh. Again, Rashi points out, we're only discussing Tumad de Rabbanans over here. And Tumad de Horaita, doesn't matter. If one part, one part of the keli comes to me, okay, it's tameh for everything. Mm. But on rabbinical Tumot, so therefore for Tumah we'll be lenient. Now if come here, I'll tell you Tumah was inside. And the handle became tameh. Tumah is not affected. Okay? Now, that's number two. Ha-noset ha-midras, noset ha-tumah. Avaloet ha-kodesh. Noset ha-midras, a guy's carrying, let's say, in his right hand, midras. The shoe of Azav. Azav is metameh. His shoe also is considered avatumah. The guy has the shoe of his av in one hand, and he has a barrel of terumah in the other hand. In a keli hairis, as she says, we'll see why. Mutar, you can walk on the street like this. I'm not worried that the shoe might touch the back of the keli hairis. Because even if it touches the back of the keli hairis, the keli hairis cannot become tamir. Megabo. And I'm not going to be worried that the shoe might enter the airspace of the habit to make what's inside Tamir. So if I let the guy simultaneously walk around with this barrel and the shoe on the other end. But, not for Kodesh. If it was Kodesh in a barrel, and the guy has a shoe of his Zavu on it, he can carry them together. Now this is only discussing again a keli hairis. However, if it was a metal keli, which is not say the thing was in a metal keli, it's going to be Tameh automatically. Because we have a rule. When a guy is holding a, 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 a madras in his hand, he himself becomes an avatumah. At least when he's holding a metal keli. Therefore, if he's an avatumah, just the fact that he has one hand, even if it doesn't touch, he's holding an avatumah in his right hand. As long as you're holding it, you're like an av yourself. Therefore, you have the metal keli over here. Even without touching it, it's going to become tamay itself. Rishon and then everything inside becomes a shini. It's finished. Yeah. But that's only when you're holding metal kill. When you're holding a earthenware, earthenware I don't care if I'm an avatuma. I'm an avatuma. But so I'm touching the outside. Kelly Hadis cannot become tamay from the outside. Even if you want to say when I'm holding the shoe, it makes the guy an av. Good, I'm an av now. I'm holding, what am I holding? I'm holding Kelly Hadis. Kelly Hadis cannot become tamay from the outside. So therefore. The issue is that what? I might put the shoe over it. So for Tirumah, I don't make a Gezerah. But for Kodesh, yes. I cannot carry Kodesh in one hand, and an earthenware barrel, and um, a shoe of a Zav in another hand. Okay, good. Well, we'll see that case in the Gemara as well. 
That we saw that case already. The clothes of people that eat Tirumah are going to be Midras for people that eat Kodesh. That was the last Mishnah. Correct? Kodesh is not similar. The measure of Kedushah, Kodesh is not similar to the measure of Tirumah. Why? Shebe Kodesh, when it comes to Kodesh, Matir, Umenagev, Umadbir, Valkar Kosher. Let's say I have a shirt. I'm a, I'm a guy that's Mahmeed on Kodesh. I have a shirt became Tameh. Sometimes the people they do with their shirts, they make a knot. They make a knot in the shirt. Now I have to dip the shirt for Kodesh level. So he says like this, number one, you have to undo, undo the knot before you dip it in the mikveh. If it was wet, you have to wait till it dries. Then you can dip it in the mikveh. Then after if you want to retie it, you can retie it. Mashi'enke, when it comes to Tirumah, when it comes to Tirumah level, you can actually make a knot before you dip it. And then you can dip it. Now obviously we're talking about a knot that's not going to make a hot tzitzah. It's, it's a loose knot where the water can still go through. But for Kodesh for Mahmid, even on loose knots. And if we got to take the knot out of the garment, wait till it dries, dip it. If you take it out, make the knot again. I'll wait for it to dry. That's also a nyan of hot That is water ready, non-mikveh water. So therefore you have to be makpid on wow. drying it first as well. Whereas when it comes to Tirumah, you can even make the knot first. Good? Yeah. Next case. You have a keli, let's say. It cannot become tameh until it becomes a keli. Correct? Before it's a keli, there's no tumah. So let's say you have a keli. Nigmarim betara, which means when it became a keli, everybody was tawar over here. The deen is nikim tibilala kodesh, doesn't matter. Once a keli becomes a keli, for kodesh, even if everybody that was involved in making the keli is tawar, you still got to dip it in the mikveh. Avalul tumah. But not when it comes to Tiruma. Okay? We continue. Which is a big Umrah The guy who's making the case Mahmeed and no, no Tumah comes to it, nothing. It's Kilimanik, but he betara. This is for Kodesh? Dipping the Mikveh. Umrah. Hakli mitzaref mashibetokhola Kodesh valulu Tiruma. The Kli joins everything for Kodesh, but not for Tiruma. Avikeli. I have five pieces of meat in the keli. Kodesh meat. One of the pieces of meat become tameh, everything becomes tameh. Even if they're not, if they're not touching each other. Because wow. bottom line, it's all in the keli. Everything in the keli is considered one. And then once one item in the keli becomes tameh, it's all considered one item for Kodesh. Including the keli. I'm talking about the stuff in the... Forget about the kid. The food stuff itself became Tamir. Let's say a... Uh, I'll give you an example. Let's say a... There's five pieces of meat. A shilishi now. One of the pieces of meat became a shilishi. Now normally I would say, well the shilishi is touching, let's say the piece next to it. That would make it a divi'i. After the divi'i is touching the piece next to it, it should be nothing. Because the divi'i, that's the last level of uh, Kedushah, of Kodesh. Over here. Once one item gets tameh in the keli, it's all considered one, it's all united, everything becomes tameh. Like this, I have five pieces again. One of the pieces becomes a shini. The piece that's touching it will become a shilishi. But the piece that's touching the shilishi is nothing. We don't see the kli's mitzanef, everything for tirumah to make it tameh. Next case. 
Harbi'im Kodesh Pasul. Correct? Kodesh goes to the fourth level, fourth degree. Vashilishi Betrumah, where Terumah goes to the third level, that's Homrah. Hu Betrumah im Nitmeta Hatmi Adav Hamrita Terumah. Betrumah, let's say a guy's hand, one of his hands became Tameh, Tumah Medina Banan. Betrumah, that hand becomes Tameh, but the other hand remains Tahor. We, we say it works uh, individually. But when it comes to Kodesh level, one hand becomes Tameh. Not the whole body. We're talking about Tumah Yadayim. One hand is going to become Tameh, it's going to make the other hand Tameh as well. Therefore, Shayyad with Tameh Tavirta. That's for the level of Kodesh. But Kodesh, I'm not Tumah. When it comes to Kodesh, I'm not Tumah. Ochlim Nigubim Beyadayim Misuavot Betrumah. Which means like this. Let's have a, have a food. It was dry. But as she says, it never got wet. And therefore, it was never hukshar the tumah. What's the law? A fruit can only become susceptible to tumah if it was prepared for that. That means water fell on it, the dato, like we learned, yes? So therefore... Let's say a person has yadayim misu'avot. What is yadayim misu'avot? Dirty hands. <coughs> dirty hands doesn't mean hygienically dirty. That she says his hands are shini. Okay, now let's say I have a fruit over that's teruma. If it was never mukhshar, eat it. Because even though a shini, no one can make a shini shi, but if the item is not mukhshar, the shini cannot transfer the tumah. So therefore, you guy's eating a fruit that was never mukhshar, it's teruma, be yadayim misu'avot with shini hands, no problem. However, avaloh bakodesh. That's a hadush. Which is, if let's say the food that eating is kodesh, it was never mukshar. Doesn't matter. His hands are shini, can't eat it. Now the Gemara is going to ask him, but what has the transfer happen? If it wasn't mukshar, that's the Gemara. Now, last case of the Mishnah. We have certain situations. Rabbinical tumah A person's an onen. That means somebody died, and uh, before the body is uh, buried, he's considered an onen. Rabbi said, every onen, when he leaves his aninut, he's got to go to the mikveh. Even though he didn't come in contact with the met. Because if he came in contact with the met, there's no shit, I don't need the rabbis to come in. He's tamim in the Torah. Hedush over is even an onen. There was Hamra Kadisha, they took care of all the, 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 the uh, situation of the man. Still, Rabbi said every onen, when he comes out of his aninut, needs mikveh. They also gave another rabbinical uh, mikveh's case of stringency, Mehusar Kippurim. What's Mehusar Kippurim? Let's say you have a situation where a person has to bring a korban, a zav. Okay, Zav has a seven-day tahara, right? He goes to the mikveh on the seventh day, beautiful. So now technically his mikveh is out of the way. But he's still considered mehusar kipurim. What does mehusar kipurim mean? He still is lacking kapara. What do you mean? He went to the mikveh, what else does he have to do? He has to bring a korban. On the eighth day of this procedure, he brings a korban. Okay, good. So he technically he's like in a quasi-state. He did the mikveh, but he still has got the korban pending. Yeah. But seventh day went to mikveh. Eighth day he's got the korban. Rabbi said like this. He brings his korban, he's got to go to the mikveh again. 
We're not Torah, we're going to go. I went to the mikveh already the day before. Hakamim said a mechosar kipurim has to go to the mikveh after the Quran was brought. And we'll see why. So the Mishnah reads, Ha'onen, u'mechosar kipurim sirichim tevila la kodesh. When did the rabbis institute a tevila for an onen mechosar kipurim? Only if they want to eat kodesh. If they want to eat korban. But if they want to eat terumah, the onen, after he finishes zaninut, can eat terumah. He has no problem. When a person is an onen, he cannot eat terumah. But once zaninut is over, terumah without mikveh. He wants to eat kodesh after zaninut. The guy is mechusar kipurim. That means he went, uh, he brought his korban, now he wants to eat terumah. Mechavod, eat terumah, no problem. He brings his korban and wants to eat kodesh. He needs another tevila. Let's just read the top rashis. Ha'onen shelon nitma bebeto. Kodesh has to tell us the guy didn't become tameh. Vamehosar kibum kigon zav shetavali yom shviyi desvirato veayinim shemsho right a nightfall set ulmachorat ukarui mehosar kibumim. The next day, eighth day, till he brings his korban, it's called a mehosar kibumim shagadan gamar tarato tola bekorbanot. Means the his tara still depends on the korban. Sirichim tevilal le'achar shevi korbano imratsa le'echol kodesh baruch anu ale'olam. Amen.